0: Sean, can we start with Team News? Seamus, is he fit? And Amadou and Anna, is he fit as well?
1: Seamus and Amadou have been on the grass. We'll make a decision on them. Um, Andros is still a bit away, um, but has been on the grass with the sports science team and just easing back into um, a kind of return to training programme.
0: You also get back Abdoulaye Ducouray after his suspension. As well as all the attributes that he brings to you in midfield, are you also getting someone back who in some ways feels he has to make amends for what happened against Spurs? Because obviously you've been without him for most of the second half against them and the subsequent games. I certainly don't ask
1: players to make amends for moments in a game. Um, You know, I think the moment was clear, it was decided, he got sent off. Um, But you want the passion, the pride, the the belief in that player and and he's been delivering that. So I certainly don't ask players for any... Um, reasons and you know things can happen in a football match but you want them to look after yourselves while they're not playing uh, and be ready to come back in and he certainly looked after himself and he'll be ready to come back in. What difference does a player like that make to your midfield? There's no guarantees but you know when, he, when we came here and he, and he came into the side and he, he did make a difference you know whether he's playing in sort of more like a three in there or more like the, the sort of pushed on of the three with the sort of number 10 role he's he made difference with his energy with his application um, scored, set up moments you know uh, just a driving force behind a team unit and, but we want the whole team to be like that um, and, and he was the catalyst in certain games um, and other players followed that now we want the other players to lead it and him play his part in it
0: Obviously his availability is a positive a point and a clean sheet at Palace is another positive Dominic getting 90 minutes is a, is a positive as well at the same time you've also slipped back into the into the bottom three so how do you balance the two negatives and the positives?
1: Just realities, always work on realities. Um, good to see Dom back out there, that's for sure. Got more minutes in than what we thought. Um, but the tempo of the game was slightly lower than some, so that we could allow that to happen. He felt good, obviously we monitored it during the game. Um, and he's recovered from that well, from the, the you know the physical idea of it and the recovery period. He, he looked sharp again today in training. Um, yeah, the, the idea of a clean sheet away is always welcome, of course. Um thought we could have took the game on a little bit more, actually, on the day. Um, but, but, you know, work in progress, particularly away a lot of noise about their waveform for a couple of seasons here, um yeah, and then the idea of the you know the position in the league, as i 've said a million times. Uh, happy to bore you with it again. The league table is the one at the end of the season that counts. You know, you have to monitor what's going on, but we can only monitor what we're doing. Um, you know, results outside of us, as I've said a million times, if they come our way, brilliant. If they help you out, brilliant. But the way that we're trying to plan it is to help ourselves out and take care of business ourselves.
0: And taking the game on, I take it comes into the thinking again this week because Eddie spoke and he said the last couple of away games, generally, they've not started the way they did at home to Spurs. I'd imagine that your aim is to ensure they don't get that opportunity to start in that
1: way at Gunnison Park as well. Well, they've, they've turned into, you know, a good, very strong unit. You've seen that this season, you know, from signing a lot of players in January, again in the summer, but also the good coaching, the good methods Eddie uses uses. You know, you're know, always respected Eddie and what he's done and what he's continuing to do. So we know they're a good outfit and that's been seen not only by what your perception is, but the league table um, and some of their performances. And if he's suggesting they haven't started as well, then that's something for them to worry about. We know we've got to start well in every game, uh, every game, sorry, and a lot so far since opening, here. We have done, um, and we've got to continue that, but also add to it and the, what I talk about, the consistency throughout a game. Because we've had strong periods in games when we haven't got our nose in front, we haven't taken chance, et cetera, et cetera. You've got to keep that consistent performance throughout the 90-odd minutes, 95 minutes or whatever. And I think that's still a work in progress. But we are looking to start well ourselves, of course, um, and ably supported by our fans.
0: Eddie's also spoken about Anthony Gordon shutting out the noise at Goodison Park. I mean, he left pretty much the day before you you were announced as Everton manager. Um, But you've been able to glean exactly what went on. What reaction do you expect to Anthony Gordon? And do you also have to try and ensure that your players don't get caught up in any kind of noise around that as well?
1: I don't see why they get caught up in any noise about it. I certainly am not. I, you know, it was before my time here. So I don't really need to know, to know too much about what's happened in the past because we're trying to build a future. So, you know, that player left, um, other players get a chance because of that player leaving, etc., etc. So, but I don't see why our players would be too worried about that other than just focusing on the game.
0: In terms of the pre-match routine, I believe there's a change as well. You are going to be arriving by the team bus. What's the thinking behind that change? Because I'd imagine it's something to do with the
1: welcome that the fans are planning for the players. Yeah, well, it was well documented last season about it. Um, the the fan group, a couple of the fan groups, mentioned about it this season. I've got a massive respect for them because of purely from what I've seen, what I've heard from the fans, home and away, since I've been here. So, you know, they wanted to help play their part if that can make a difference. Um, Beyond that, we want the team to play their part, obviously. We're looking for the team to make a difference. But if the fans can continue the support they have done, which has been fantastic, then we respect that totally. Have you seen pictures of that welcome at Goodison Park this season? What do you make of it? Well, it wasn't here, but I think the the atmosphere, or it creates, helps to create an atmosphere. Sorry, um, but like I say, the focus remains on the whistleblowing because you, you know you can't that alone can't win you a game. You've got to make sure that you're in the right frame of mind anyway, regardless. But if the fans can help play their part in that, then that's part of it.
0: Every little bit, I suppose. I just wonder as well if it's something that plays a part in a recognition as to how important this game is. I know every game is important, but obviously, I'm talking from a perspective that time is in essence. I
1: I don't think so I think I think all of our fans all evertonians not just the ones that come in the stadium I think everyone knows how important this run sort of games are well they're all important since we got it but you know we're beginning to get a, a fitter look to the squad with injuries and suspensions they they're, they're all important games but of course this last clutch of games are bound to be important because of what it means thank you Sean thank you
0: this to, to Stuart premier
2: league better, Obviously only three home games left, talking about the fans, what would your message be to the fans going into these games? The same
1: as it has been uh, since we got here, we can only ask for them to support us, that's all we can do and play our part in giving something back, which we've been trying to do, a couple of drop-offs but mainly the team are putting a lot into performances, put a lot on the pitch to go and uh, turn things around so I've been generally I've been happy with that but we have had a couple of drop-offs which need corrected but it's that dual responsibility, like I said. I'd like to think fans support the team anyway, but we've got to give them something to, uh, to support. Sometimes they play their part in getting us going. Sometimes we play a part in getting them going, you know, with the way that, we've, uh, the way that we're performing. So, but they've been terrific. So I've got absolutely no, no question mark over the fans' support at all. It can be obviously pretty intense under the lights.
2: Uh, at Goodison as well is, is the point to try and make it as un- uncomfortable as possible for the opposition. The well. team have to make it
1: uncomfortable. The fans play their part with the the noise in the stadium. I mean, it's, the atmosphere has been terrific <laughs> since I've been here. So um, you know, and, and like I said, I've been on the other side of that, so I know what it means. Um, but uh, but the team have to bring that as well. You know, that's the important focus. The team have to provide a performance that can win games. Just a word on Newcastle as well. Six out of
2: seven, I think they've won going into this big chance of Champions League qualification. What have you made of their improvement
1: overall i think they've found that that the good mixture of um, recruiting well um building an, an energy and a belief in the team unit um good coaching and management you know it looks like they found a nice mixture there you know recruitment's tough you know no matter how much you spend lots or little it's still tough um they've invested a lot of money but they've been quite obviously been coached well they've got a good feel about it and they've kind of bought a good feel to what they're trying to do and then they've they've definitely changed the rhetoric. They've changed the story. We all know the noise at Newcastle was not positive for a long, long time. And that's partly what we're trying to do here. We've got to keep changing the perception of what's going on and keep changing the thought of it. And the only way of doing that inevitably is by performances and taking games on and winning games. Thanks, Stuart.
2: We'll go to Mike at Radio Merseyside. Sean, uh, promising return from Dominic Calvert-Lewin at Crystal Palace. Uh, To get the best out of him, the service from wide areas need to improve. Does it? Thanks. I well do,
1: do you think it needs to improve? <laughs> yeah. Well it goes, doesn't it? Well statistically we've we have improved that. Um the quality of chance is what I'm always focusing on. You know, I've said it a million times. You read them stats and it says they had this many chances, us or them. It's key chances. It's key quality moments. That's what we're trying to provide. So Although I know with the stats and the facts, it's more about the quality. You know, how many quality crosses are you getting? How many quality passes? How many quality chances are you creating? So that's what we're looking to do, is always add in to the quality levels, not just the amount. And getting plays in and around him as well. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, again, something we looked to affect when we came in. There has been really strong moments of that. There's been other games when you haven't done it as well, depending on the scoreline, depending on how we've... uh, um, pressed in the game, pretending now we've attacked in the game. You know, a lot more goes into it than literally just finding their moments. But Dominic's history suggests he'll play his part in that. And he looked, for someone who'd been out a while, I thought he looked pretty good physically down at Palace. A couple of down days and some recovery days. And I think you'll see another step on from Dom again.
2: With six games to go, it sort of sees the daytime, isn't it? Have you had to sort of re-emphasise that to the players? Because I know particularly in the games at Goodison, the majority of the time you've had that, but there have been, and you've mentioned it, there have been drop-offs, second half against Fulham, when Fulham scored.
1: That just can't happen anymore, can it? I don't, I don't think, think it should happen anyway, but it does. Um, no, I think that's probably the only glaring one since I've been here, so I don't overthink one half, but it was a costly half, of course. But uh, no, I don't want to overthink one half of football, because there's been a lot of good signs, a lot of positive signs dealing with injuries dealing with the suspension to do could suddenly materialize as a very strong player for us, and now we 've got them players back in amongst it so i 'm looking for more of course you 're always looking for more as a manager and the onus is on
2: the players to make things happen and, and, and not wait for them to happen, not wait for
1: another teammate to make something happen you 're right yeah i mean i'd speak to him about it all the time you know because Football doesn't work like that. Now and again, as I say, you get a lucky one where maybe it's not your day or you're quiet and you still find a result. But generally speaking, you make it up, and that is one of the keys to being a good football side.
2: How have they responded when you've said that to them? Because obviously, clearly they know that, but poor performances and a lack of confidence can inhibit things like that.
1: Um, it can, but it's only part of the challenge. You know, it's rare The you know, look at the noise that's just changing about yeah. Arsenal. Different kind of challenge. They're, they're just there. You have to find a way through it. That's part of being a professional footballer. That's part of being a manager. That's part of being a coach. You know, to find a way through it. And usually the best way of finding a way through it is through performances, through work on the training ground and building belief. You know, belief just doesn't suddenly materialise. You build it. And I think we're in a process of building it. We've got more work to do and we've got to do it quickly. We
2: know that. And do the players realise that they can draw on that template from Arsenal and Brentford and those are the games where... It has been, you know, a real
1: up and at performance. Yeah, of course. We, you know, despite the noise around here about the the negative side of it, we work wholeheartedly with the players about the positives because there's been lots of them since we got here. That was a great marker straight away, of course, against a, a top side in Arsenal, um, and re re enhances that the ideas and the principles and how we work and and the group's ownership of that. And there's been a lot of work on that. And we, like I say, we stepped away a couple of times. You can argue the fact of injuries, suspensions, but I want the whole group mentality to be like that. You know, if there is an injury, it should be a chance for someone else to come in. It should be a chance for them to lay down a marker. So we want that mentality. Somewhat getting better, somewhat getting stronger, still work to be done.